Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good job, though. No penalties today. Kangaroo Court remains... uh, where it's at. We can work with this. It's 103 on the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney. Now, before we get back to these calls here, uh, obviously a huge Giants day. Little remnants from the Rodgers Jets stuff and uh, even the Knicks last night. Tiki mm. is no longer a Giants fan. <laughs> Tiki is a massive Bengals fan. Why don't you tell I, I, why? I'm temporarily a Bengals fan. Why? Because I want the Bengals to get to and win the Super Bowl. Why, you ask? Because if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, then all of a sudden, all this talent, because they got a ton of skill position talent, are going to want to say, pay me. they got to pay Joe Burrow. That's given. He's going to make $50-something million a year. They're going to want to pay Jamar Chase. That probably is another year before that's an issue. It but, is. But it's, insu- it's going to be an issue. And it might be $30 million because number one wideouts make it $25 million that's now. That's right. So Joe 50, Jamar Chase 30. There's two other good wide receivers on that team that can't be paid. And so they're going to want to – that is if they win the Super Bowl, they're going to get paid. They're going to want to get paid. And T. Higgins, I know Boomer talked about this earlier this morning too, but T. Higgins should be number one on the Giants list because they can get him now – and in this all, if they win a Super Bowl, the Bengals win a Super Bowl, they can get them this offseason uh, in a trade, much like Tyreek Hill was traded to the Miami Dolphins. He had a year left on his deal, but he said, look, I know you guys can't pay me, so trade me and get some value. T. Higgins could do the same thing, and the Giants could swoop right in and get a number one wide swoop receiver. Swoop, there it is. <laughs> just, just, like, just like that. Um, and they could pay him after his contract ends which is after the 2023 season so you don't have to put you don't have to sign him to a long-term deal right away you just sign him to an extension off of his rookie deal and it kicks in after the 2023 season so that it's on the 2024 and beyond cap which should you know should start growing pretty heavily uh, because of the new TV money that's coming well, in. There you go. Problem solved, Teak. There, there it is. You go. So root for the Bengals. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my saying. Root for the Bengals. And I know somebody called earlier today. We didn't get to him. Uh, but I saw it in the on the call, call log, BT. He was saying Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk's in the same kind of situation. He's like he's like the number two wide receiver out there because Debo's number one. But the reality is Brandon Ayuk is the better receiver. Mm-hmm. Debo is is like their gadget, really great wide receiver as well. Um, there's no way the 49ers are letting Brandon Ayuk walk. He's he's more like Jamar Chase than he is like T. Higgins okay. for, for them. For the uh, 49ers, that is. Gotcha. All right, there you go. Aids just wanted to clarify that. You know, Tiki, I thought you were just suddenly uh, aligning yourself a big with Boomer. Boomer. Fan. Yeah, just a big Boomer Esiason fan. <laughs> I do. I am a big Boomer Esiason fan. Yeah, who isn't? Nobody loves Boomer. Boomer. 
By the way, I'm uh, I'm all the way. I'm halfway past raising the funds for the forty mile bike tour. That was easy. Oh yeah, I'm gonna soar past it. Hoff, you forgot to tell me during the break. I have to send you that. Me and Hoff are gonna hit it oh, forty yeah, miles. Right. Yep. I keep on forgetting that. Yes, but I was congratulated today that I'm welcome today to be part of the team. By by Boomer, by welcome to the official welcome. He did, yes, he welcomed me, so I feel good about it. I'm ready to go. Tiki, did you get a welcome yet or no? I did not. Well, he's not official. I don't, I don't know if you I'm going to be able to do it. never know with this guy. Why? What do you have on the schedule? Maybe. He's going to Europe. No, um, a hoopy. A what? <laughs> a hoopy. <laughs> it's the union capital of America. A hoopy, Georgia. Georgia? May 7th? Mm-hmm. What are you doing down there? Playing golf with Ross Malloy. <laughs> oh, is that the cup thing? Yeah, I, I think so it's you're out. That- I think it's I think it's that weekend. It might be the weekend after, but no. I, I can't remember. I gotta, I gotta, Why don't we just bite down there? <laughs> I mean, he's gonna leave me in a terrible spot as the captain. I've got to get a team of five. My producer's in. I thought you said CeeLo's gonna be in now. Uh, I I asked CeeLo, still waiting on the final word. I asked Sal, still waiting on the final word. I asked McPherson. Um, he said he can't, but he would donate. I asked Evan. Evan was gonna do it. But his sister's coming in from Florida that weekend, but he's going to donate. Like, I really wanted to make it. I asked C-Mac. He said no chance. I asked <laughs> Lukey. He said no chance. Well, C-Mac said because his back, right? His back. I, dude, I had back surgery. Spike said because he his back. I oh, asked yeah. Spike. Spike, Spike took Spike's the wuss way out. <laughs> A lot of ask, nose here. Did you ask uh, Aaron Boone or Craig Harden at all? <laughs> I asked Craig. He laughed. He said, I ain't doing that for Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask Craig. He laughed. You didn't ask Dove. I asked Dove, but I'm sensitive to Dove's, um, you know, yeah, I have to get condition. My cardiologist. Yes, oh, I don't want to divulge too much, but you know, I did ask Dove off the air. I did. Uh, who, I best, uh, the better question is, who at the fan did I not ask? <laughs> Honestly, who did I not ask? I just named everybody. Your old producer, who? Samter. Well, I mean, it's a fan. He's Samter. down the hall, CBS Sports yeah. Radio. Samter. Samter. Who else? Samter bike. He does bike. Yes, Keith. I did ask. Absolutely. I, I I texted Keith and Sal on the same thread. Uh, except Joe B. Joe B's not going to bike, dude. Are you serious? There's no chance. He doesn't even walk in golf anymore. Can the schmooze? How about this? Can the schmooze do? He doesn't want to walk in golf. Can the schmooze do a mile? Uh, no. I, well, no. Actually, that's not true. I think he can. He's always tells me how he used to bike while he used to uh, ride a bike while listening to the radio all day. Is that true? Yeah, like hours. Is he still smoking? What? Does the schmooze still smoke? I mean, no comment. Do you breathe? <laughs> I don't know if he gave it up. Joe Benito stopped smoking. I, I'm assuming it's it's Steve. I can't imagine anything different. Joe B used to hammer him down. Mm. Hammer him. He quit. Good for him. I'm trying to get that team. And, of course, my partner's making it tough because he tells me he might have something mm. on May 7th. There's some others. Some others. Some other what? People? Yeah. Yeah, but I want you. I know, but I'm talking about WFAN. You're talking about WFAN. I understand that. Coach, Danielle could do it. Danielle's awesome. I really like Danielle. And I, I probably could ask her. I just don't have her number. I just have everybody whose number that I have. Well, then again, I don't have C-Mac's number, but I, but I see him every day. Yeah, he's, I did, he's, he's said sitting no. right out there. Lugie said no. Lugie laughed. He's like, no chance. <laughs> you know, Lugie's in good why, shape. Why are they all laughing and saying no good notes? I just throw a line in the water. Uh, you what know. about T to the Izzo? You know what? I should ask Izzo. Mm. Should ask Gallo. There are a couple I didn't ask. That's true. Yeah, they won't do it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's get back to you guys here. Let us get how about Rob in Essex County. What's going on, Robert? You're on the fan. How are you? Morning, sir. What's happening? Hey, uh, when Parcells got to the Jets, boom, Mawai Mangold. Boom. He, he, offensive lineman. Kiki, you know that. Yep, it's all about old linemen. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers ain't coming here. 
Why not? Why? Why? Ain't it, no offensive linemen. I mean, there's, there's a couple. Yeah, I mean, Rob. Uh, there's, there's a few. They had some injury issues the Jets did last year. Hmm? AVT, he was banged up. Got some feedback going on there. Yeah, we're going to have to a- go AVT. Plus the negative energy. I don't like that. Can't have you uh, <laughs> saying that on the air. He's, be, he's being reasonable. He's being practical. Yeah. I don't think he's being practical at all. Lincoln, Lincoln Tomlinson, he's going to be here for a couple of years. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed with him he this year, to be honest with He you. wasn't. But well, he's, he's going gonna to be here for a couple of years. Yeah. It is what it is. I guess till we cut him. Yeah. I mean, what can Matt Mitchell be? Uh, Max Mitchell was actually okay before the blood yeah. clots. I liked him. Yeah, I, I I agree. Joe Douglas hit on that pick. His sixth rounder. Too. Yeah, sixth rounder. I know. So I mean, listen, I I can't get into the weeds of the. I mean, I guess I can actually. I'm not saying I can't and I won't, but it's too early to really diagnose what Beckton's going to bring. Mm-hmm. You, you can't conjure up any real conviction that he'll be right. But if he is, yeah, that's a massive wild card. But hey, Beckton, t- might, honestly, Beckton might be the biggest wild card in all the New York football going into next year. That's right, because it's almost like we've given up on him. Yeah, like out of necessity. We, we, we've just cast him aside. It's like he's not even part of the conversation. Yep. I know I have. But if he is, uh-huh. and he's actually good, uh-huh. it changes the entire trajectory of the offense, of the draft, and, the, and I think the offense's future. There's no question. Because now if you have to... Spin where are they? Where are they? Thirteen? Yes, for what? Thirteen? What? Pick. You're picking. Uh, yes. Something yes. like that. What? If you're picking thirteen, and there's there's going to be probably three or four tackles, maybe two or three tackles that are available. Mm-hmm. You got to waste a. a if, if Beckton's not there, you got to waste a first rounder on a, on a tackle. Yeah, that's true. But the problem with Beckton, he could be there in April, and uh, you know it looks good in his shorts, and mm-hmm. he's doing his drills. You get him on the field two days, he shot. Yeah, he gets hurt, and. So I don't really know how you gauge or yeah, he assess us. where he is yeah. before you have to draft. Because he fooled us last year. He fooled us. Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. Uh, let us get Tony in Deer Park. Tony, what's happening? Hey. hey what's Tony? up, fellas? What's happening, Tony? Uh, not much. Big fan of both of you guys. Long, lifelong Giant fan. I'll make this quick. Uh, first game I ever watched, 85. Landetta whiffing on the punt. Um, <laughs> oh, with the wind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I would do as a GM of this team, I'm telling you, I'm I'm franchising Barkley, and if I have to let Barkley go, I let him go. I really, I mean, I, I give I, Daniel Jones some money. I don't give him a lot. I, I, I don't know. It's a so tough you're call, Tony, but... Tony, Tony, you're a little bit more in line with my thinking. And for those who, who missed it, I presented a plan to Tiki. I, I think the Giants should really quietly, not say it, but really should do their due diligence and assess the draft market in Absolutely. lieu of Daniel Jones making 35, 38, 40, whatever the – to me, that's something get, that I would look into. We could win with another running back. I believe we could win with – I love Barkley, but I just don't think – I don't think we should ever drafted him. And uh, that, too. I agree with that. And, and we said it back I, then. I, I think he would have been better off on another team, to be honest with you, for those years. But we had him. I love him. He's a great, great player, great teammate, it looks yeah. like. But I'm telling you, I think we could get a guy in the second, third round. I think we could there's – other, there's other needs. I want a wide receiver. I want a shutdown corner. We need linebackers back with the New York Giants. Yep. All right? I mean, uh, Tiki, I love you. Brandon, you guys are the best. I'm going to go. Thanks, you guys Tom. are the best. Let's go Giants. You Good got it, buddy. We'll get there. Man. He's we'll fired get there. up. Happy Tony. Right. We took an enormous step. It was a, not even a step. It was a leap. The Giants leapt last season. From where the the start was mm-hmm. to where they ultimately finished, they left. Uh, now they just gotta 
keep making those steps big and not like little baby steps. It almost feels like if you go baby steps, it gets past you too quickly and you and you in the window, the proverbial window closes. You almost have to keep like trying to take big grasps at the at the basically the gulf between the Giants and the top teams in the NFC. The Eagles are most prominent because they're so good, but you, you, you can't just I will catch up eventually. You yep. can't have that mentality. Well, I agree, but what worries me about the Giants, and this is a very unique thing about where they were, where they got to this year, and where we all hope that they could eventually get. When we talk about the Giants moving forward, we're not referencing that many things in a tangible manner. Mm-hmm. It's all if they do this, if they get that, if they can upgrade this. Like Teams that are truly ascending, you're like, this kid's going to be here six years. This kid's going to be an, an old timer. This guy's are, you know, are, are what? Like, I just, yeah, yeah, but I'm not you, saying there's no tangibles. I'm not saying that yeah, at all. Yeah, but, but I, man, I, they, they I, need a lot. But I think they I, need a lot, Tiki. Yeah, they do. And, you know, we, we like, we talk about the secondaries. I think Xavier McKinney's going to be really good for a lot of years. Um, Julian Love's an unrestricted free agent. Yep. But I, I really like Julian Love. I think he's been a great leader for that team. And when Xavier went down, he was the, he was the dot um, um, for the the defense. Basically, called the plays. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, talented. I, Dory Jackson's a really good player. And interesting, not like a game changer because he doesn't have a ton of interceptions. But he, you know, he's a good cover corner. Um, they need another corner. They need D line depth. They need linebackers. They need receivers. So, so, it's, so you're right. Like when you really start to talk it out, the Giants are are a long way from being a complete team. Yeah. Where, whereas if you look at the teams that are left, like the 49ers, the Eagles, the Bengals, the the, the um, say the uh, Chiefs, the Chiefs, they're they're complete teams. Even the Bills, even some of the teams who got knocked out. Yes. Now I know you can make the sense or, or make the case has the Bills championship window shut. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, they'll still be on the short yeah. list going into next True. season because of their and quarterback. The, uh, and the only reason I would say it's shut is because Cincinnati's not getting worse, right? Kansas City's oh, no. not getting worse. No, 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 absolutely not. Even, even, you know, the cheat, the Chargers aren't getting worse. The AFC is just a juggernaut. So, right? If if, if Baltimore ever, they, Baltimore won ten games, just, and Lamar Jackson barely played. Right, and it, it's just it, the AFC is hard. It's gonna, it's gonna stay hard. And so, the I'm not saying the Bills are done. They don't have a chance to win a Super Bowl, but this was their best year. Best opportunity, and it, and it missed them. I mean, how many times you, are you going to host divisional games yeah. in the snow? Yeah, when you're when you're a cold when I mean, it should, when it cold should be your advantage, well, it should be your advantage, right? Yeah, and, it's, and they almost lost to a warm weather team as the previous yeah, it's, week. It's the Dolphins which should have been a warning sign, by the way. I guess, yeah, they couldn't put that game away. They were up quick. What was it seventeen nothing? Yes, and then they just kind of. It was, should have been a warning sign, even though a lot of people didn't see it. Teek, are we prisoners of the moment when we sit here? Because, listen, we we all do this. You talk every day, three, four hours, you know, mm-hmm. 20 hours a week. You just say things. And you, not that you don't mean them, but yeah. sometimes you kind of you lose talking. sight of You're having a, you're having a conversation, like a water cooler conversation, yep, yep. And, and for four hours a day. Yes. Uh, are, are we overstating that when we say, uh, or maybe misremembering, is this as strong as the AFC's ever been? Um, I, I mean... I mean, think I, about this. The I'd Patriots have to, didn't have, have a ton. I would have to think back to the Boomer years, like when the Bengals were good, like previously good. And Dan well, the Marino Bills were outstanding. Good. Marino was yep. there. Uh, I'm not saying there were no teams, but I mean, you look at the AFC right now: Buffalo, legit; Miami, 
competitive and with a right move or two could be a legit. Yep. Patriots, they're going to build this back, I would imagine. Jets have talent. Bengals are legit. Ravens are legit. Steelers, they thought we, we thought they'd be a doormat. Uh, they won nine games, yeah. and they're figuring things out yeah. fast. Cleveland has a quarterback. And who missed 11 games, and they still won seven times without yeah. them. Uh, the Jaguars have what could be an all-pro quarterback for the next 10, 12, 15 years. The Titans, uh, they're actually going the wrong yeah. direction. The, the, South, the, South, the South is a mess. That's true. But the, yeah, the Texans, who knows if they draft the first overall, second overall pick, whatever, they've got number two. Yeah, yeah. two. Number two. Bears got number one. But the Bears, unless they trade fields, they're not taking a quarterback. So <laughs> it's very possible that the Texans get that quarterback. If they get, and, and if he's the guy, yeah. you've got another great quarterback in the hopper. Kansas City's legit. Chargers are really, really good. Vegas, you know, could be good. And Denver could be good. Yeah. I mean, it is brutal. Yeah, it's top to bottom. There's, a, it may, there's two or three teams that you say, yeah, you really don't have a shot. Yep. And most of them are in the one division the you South. pointed out right in the now. South. And the Jets until they get a quarterback. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Jets are on that list. Yeah. The Jets don't have a shot to do a damn thing until they get a real quarterback. But if they do, it gets really interesting really quickly for New York. Sing it, Teak. Tell them. Let me hear it again. I was Say talking again, about brother. the Giants. What? <laughs> I said New York. I'm just kidding. 877-337-6666. Yeah. <laughs> Teak, Tierney on the fan. Um, Hoff is ready to, uh, in a little bit, 20 minutes, divulge, hopefully pick number six in a row. Are you staying puck? He's on a heater. You what heard better. You yeah. I'm not letting them get off the ice. Do you have what, the what pick already? What did you say? What the puck do you think? That's right. <laughs> uh, do I have the pick? I may. You have you to may. tune in at 140. You got a little lucky last night. A little. Lucky. You got a little lucky. You had that wrapped up. You got a little lucky, but five in a row is five in a row. Uh, and you know what, Hop? Because you may remember we were trying to, to, to determine yesterday how many in a row you need to get wrong before you lose the honor of making the picks on the show. Uh, even if you lose tonight, which you won't, you have at least... You will be able to make 10 picks minimally. Oof, at least. Like so, it. yep. Even if you lost like two, you're going at least until 10 picks, no matter what happens from here on out, up until number 10. Let's go. And if you get tonight's right, and everyone that you get right in succession, tax on two more. If you get tonight right, you get at least 12. If you get seven, you get at least 14. And if you get 10, you could change the music. Ooh. A lot at stake here. A lot at stake. All right, we have you guys until 2, and then it's Carter Roberts coming up after us on The Fan. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I don't know if there's a more meaningless exercise than trying to engage with people about the Hall of Fame on social media. I it's just, Don't even waste your time. Because, you know, listen, and I respect the different opinions. I truly do. I've got mine. You've got yours. It's all good. But, you know, what's happening now is we know social media skews younger. That's a given. Yep. So most of the people who weigh in on this stuff are citing advanced analytics to draw comparisons and parallels to players uh, that have no business being in the same room, all right? So I get a tweet, and again, it's, you know, I, I, I see it, it's cool, it's interesting, whatever, about Scott Rowland and George Brett. <laughs> Scott Rowland, 316 home runs, 855 OPS. Okay, true. George Brett, 317 home runs, one more, and an 857 OPS. All right, two hundredths of a point higher. Mm-hmm. Now, if you didn't see him play, if you didn't see George Brett play, you're like, oh, wow, that's 
That's interesting. <laughs> Except that it's not. George Brett has 25 bolds in terms of single-season league-leading mm-hmm. things on his on his uh, reference his baseball reference page. Scott Rowland has none. Zero. George Brett was a 13-time All-Star, won the MVP, hit 390, had three batting titles, had almost 3,200 hits. Yeah. How in the world? Yeah, you can't. Can ch- you even tr- try to muster up that conversation? You can't cherry pick. But that's where we're going. Yeah. As the older generation dies out or just checks out, and nobody represents these players that are go, you know, that that are already in the Hall of Fame. The younger generation is creating a conversation of of likeness. There's nothing remotely similar to George Brett and Scott Rowland. And chapter and verse, I can give you a million others. I won't, but man, oh man. But it's all good. It's all good. Conversation's good, right, Teak? Yeah, maybe. You know, I think in a lot of ways, <laughs> yeah, no. In a lot of ways, I'm not trying to get deep here or overly profound, but like in a lot of ways, the Hall of Fame mirrors society, <laughs> a lowering Why? of standards. Huh. And acceptance of media. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Diocrity and uh, basically placating people. Yeah, you can come on in. Sure, you're good. You don't have to earn it, mm-hmm. but you're good. Yeah. Come on in. Oh, you didn't do what you had to. That's fine. Let you in. He played on a lot of teams, Roland. I know. I didn't think I realized it until I'm just looking at a statistic now after going through that you know, OPS plus and everything else compared to George Brett. It's not the same conversation, but who is he? Who is he identified with most? Uh, Cardinals, Phillies, Phillies and Cards. Phillies, Cards? Yeah, definitely. Cincinnati at the no, end? No, Phillies and Cards. But listen, I don't penalize guys for transient careers. Yeah, but but when you're hanging on and you're bouncing around, look at like the last seven years of his career. Mm-hmm. Look at the home run totals, eight, nine. What the <laughs> hell are we doing? No, I, I, again, I don't want 11. to denigrate Scott Rowland. Yeah. No, he's great. Look, congratulations, though. But that's what happens. Mm-hmm. They force us to do that. Oh, you know, by the way, I, I should have said this earlier. So we were having the conversation about the Hall of Fame. And listen, we obviously know this. 
the I think there's a little confusion. Some of the uh, interactions we got to the show here. I just want to make sure we're clear. Of course, it's not an extension of Major League Baseball. It's a museum. Yeah. Uh, it is the Pro Baseball Hall of Fame. And you they know, all are that way, by the way. True. That's they true. All are. NFL is not associated with the Hall of Fame, uh-huh. even though there's a heavy tie. Yeah. Same thing with the NHL. Um, Which is in Toronto, and same thing with the NBA. NBA That's why you is get definitely. international players. NBA, and, you get college. There's, there's the, co- the basketball hall of fame is college. Well, and international stars, yeah, too. True, true. That's right. Who didn't have a lot impact. of whom you've never even heard of. Yeah, yeah. Contributors to the game, et cetera, mm-hmm. there's no doubt. But, um, you know, what I was saying, I, I would love a little transparency. Not that the commissioner or anybody else that is affiliated with Major League Baseball can change this. Mm-hmm. What I said a couple of hours ago was, I wouldn't mind the commissioner getting on with Costas or whomever and saying, you know, this isn't necessarily right. We understand there's a process. Maybe this. Maybe we need to get together with everybody and find a way to resolve this. So they don't have. Working. They have no influence over the. Baseball. No, they don't. Have any, they have no influence. No. No. Hmm. It's the Pro Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. Not Major League Baseball. Uh, let us get. How about Eric in Rivervale? Uh, Eric is on the fan. Eric, what's going on, bud? BT, Tiki, how we doing, gents? We're good. What's happening, Eric? What's up, man? All good, all good. Getting a little snow up here in Riverdale. It's kind of oh. nice. So, uh, real oh, quick, really? Um, oh. Yeah, it's actually coming down pretty hard right now. Really? Well, yeah. because that's funny, because nice. I just said yesterday, Tiki, I don't, know, I don't think I said this on the air, uh, but this, it, I don't know what's measurable and what's not, but if it's not measurable, I hope it's not. We're going to have a 50-year record broken, <laughs> the least the, the, where there's no yeah. measurable snowfall in, in New York City. 50 years. It is, it is looking that way. Yeah, this this will not be measurable. We'll get a bit of a dusting, but, uh, but it looks nice for now. Um, anyway, uh, I, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Jets here real quick and, and very interested, particularly uh, you know with UBT as a Jets fan, but uh, obviously you two, Tiki. Yeah. You guys are talking in the, you know, in the last segment about – Obviously, the depth of talent and and how good the AFC is, you know, across the conference. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And the Jets, you know, to that, while they do have talent, are about to make two of the biggest decisions for the franchise for the better part of the next decade, right? With the you know the quarterback and then obviously the offensive coordinator. So, my question is, with all the the Aaron Rodgers talk, picking up speed and and the likes of Rappaport's, et cetera. Uh, Peter King, particularly, I thought was really interesting. Seems that it could potentially be reasonable that Rodgers may be here. So, but if we can't touch him until June, which is just the way it works, mm-hmm. uh, you know what happens first, right? Are we are we getting an offensive coordinator? Is that going to be you know is it Hackett? Uh, you know that whole search seems to be going a bit sideways. So that's interesting to me. Um, but so if it's not Rodgers, which is going to be you know shooting for the moon, is it Derek Carr, is it Garoppolo? I mean, a lot of those guys could be gone if you're waiting for the legs. Well, the first thing, let me address the first part. The first thing you have to do is hire an offensive coordinator because you believe in their their vision, their Mm -hmm. system, uh, the ability to implement with the talent the Jets currently have. You don't bring in Hackett just because he might be a liaison to Rodgers. You bring him in because you think he's the guy. Yeah, and also Mm -hmm. part of this job still, Eric, is you got to develop and for lack of a better word, fix your first-round pick from two years ago. You have to, Zach Wilson. If he's fixable. If he's fixable. You have to have someone who has a plan for doing that because you're not getting rid of – I mean, I know people want to. I know Jet fans don't want him anymore, but you have to have a plan for Zach Wilson as well. 
Well, here's the thing, Gigo. One thing I will say as a Jets fan, and, and maybe I'm in the minority, and I know it's it's you know it's around hope, but I, I'm not ready to give up on Zach. Yeah, I'm really not. No, I'm with I, you. I but I'm with you. I think you're right. I would love to see the res, the resurgence. I'm I would love you. to see the renaissance there. But you got to have the right coordinator. Just back to your point on the coordinator that can do that. I mean, as much as I right. might have liked Mike Lafleur, he just he didn't he couldn't do that. Well, and not only yeah, that, they guys. Mesh. Yes, exactly. They but Eric, also this, you know, and I'm I'm kind of with you with with Zach, but you've got to make sure whomever else is next to him in the quarterback room is a lot better than Mike White and a lot better than Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Like you can, I think you can satisfy both masters. You know, we have to get a lot better, but we're also going to kind of kick the tires while no one's watching, see mm-hmm. if we can't get this kid up to speed. Yeah. There's no way you go to camp next year with Zach Wilson as the starting quarterback. You can't do and it. That's what they you can't did, justify it. Because that's what they've done the last two years. Can't justify it. No way. Has not earned that right. Zach Wilson has not <laughs> has not earned the right. 877-337-6666. All right. Our blossoming handicapper, Hoff, his star begins uh, is growing by the day. He'll give you another winner coming up next. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, it's time for Mr. Hoff. How's Hoff feeling today? Can he bag another winner? Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. And we ain't stopping. He has nailed five in a row. I gave him the reins. I got a little chilly. Uh, This is a team effort. You know, got to check your ego at the door. Plus, every time I tried to get Tiki to help me out, he gave us a loser. So uh, so I (laughs) got to reach out and get somebody to give me a winner. Are you walking in here with that sandwich? You suck. Oh, he already hammered that. Uh, uh, the pesto chicken, that looks so it smells good. I've already had three of these stupid green shakes. Ugh. All right, a little looks music. Delicious, by the way. What's that? It says it looks delicious. Uh, that green mine shake. or his? Your shake. That's amazing. Awful. I mean, you know, I shouldn't. Let me tell you, it's not awful because I have a lot of kale shakes anyway, but when I know that this is all I'm doing, this is all I'm doing for five days, it's it's awful. All right, the pick, the Tiki and Tierney Daily Pick, pick time. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey, 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 Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem, real clothes, real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. We step aside. Next on the tee box, Mr. Hoffman. Well, clearly I'm going to go to basketball. Now, obviously I'm going to stay with hockey. Uh, biggest difference today in Edmonton, the Columbus Blue Jackets are visiting town, okay? Now, the goaltenders for the Oilers aren't fantastic either, but the Blue Jackets have put up 122 goals. Their goal differential, minus 62. They don't score, and their goalie sucks. They've given up 184 goals. So that off the bat is a highlight to me. How much juice are you laying here? I sense some more juice being laid. So here's the thing, though. It's not like a goal and a half. It's two and a half. Okay, so we're talking two and a half here. But they're playing the Edmonton Oilers, who the Oilers, they have a dynamic offense. They've scored 170 goals, eight goals in the season. Their goaltending is suspect at best. I'm not sure who's in net yet. It might be Skinner. It might be the uh, 
Uh, might be somebody else. We're not sure yet. Skinner's the he's he took over, then he took it back, then they stepped back. He's they've been so suspect with the goaltending. I'm confused on that, but they score and Columbus doesn't. So we're gonna take a look. The lines there it's either one plus one ten, one fifteen some places for minus two and a half Edmonton over the Blue Jackets. All right, so you got to win by three goals. They, or they have to win by three for us to win. That is correct. All right, so 6-1 would work, 7-2 would work, 5-1 would work, 3-zip three, uh, three would work, 3-nil. All right, boy, you're getting more and more aggressive laying these uh, these puck totals here, man. Well, the Blue Jackets are terrible. Yeah, they're so that, that, that's what just it, looking at the bad. stats. They're, they're bad. bad. They scored 122 goals in 47 games. Like that's that's it's like it's, it's expansion. Like who's no, worse they're than them goals for? Because they're 30th. So who's the worst? No, I don't know. Don't take <laughs> me down the hockey rabbit hole. Let's just stick with the winners. All right, there, Hoff. Good work, buddy. Try to get number six in a row. Let's get Brendan up in White Plains on the fan. We got you till two, by the way. Then it's Carton Roberts. What's up, B? How are you today? What's going? What's going on, guys? Doing well. Okay. Uh, two things. So I was calling, calling about Scott Rowland because I feel like you're laying it on a little thick in terms yeah. of the disrespect. I'm a big Mets fan. I love David Wright. Scott Rowland never blew me away. Yeah. But there's only three people with more gold gloves at third base than him. Brooks Robinson, Mike Schmidt, and yep. Nolan Arenado. Mm-hmm. The, guy, the guy has eight gold gloves, played 17 years with a career 855 OPS. He's got a high, and if you want to go war, he's got a higher war than Ryan Sandberg, Miguel Cabrera. So it's one thing to say that the guy never you know, never blew you away. Okay. But his, his candidacy or his resume is not nearly as flawed as you're making it Well, out Brendan, here's the, I appreciate the pushback. I think that's that's good. I like that. Now, first, you got to understand, it's strongly implied. The fact that he's even in the conversation, he's clearly not a scrub. Everything's <laughs> relative. It's all measured by his peers in Cooperstown or people that I think should be in Cooperstown, not, you know, sub-level average players. Uh, he's got 2,000 hits, basically. He played almost 20 years. <laughs> He had a few injuries shortened seasons for okay, sure. I'm just, I guess my point is, look, I'm not, I don't love the guy, but when yeah. you consider other factors, you know, he does have a candidacy that I think when you were, you know, you're talking about, you know, he doesn't belong in the same room as certain people. I think you got to scale that back a little bit. Well, no, I don't think so. No, I, I, here's where I'm challenging. No, was, he does not, do, he is not in the same room as George Brett and Mike Schmidt. He's not, or Wade Boggs. He's not. Uh, you know what? Okay. So real quick, my, my second point uh, on the Jets. Uh, how does it work? And I'll hang up and maybe, you know, you and Tiki can explain it. If the Packers can't trade him until June 1st for cap implications, how do you trade the 13th pick to them? Well, it would probably have to be the next season. Yeah. Okay, so this year, so you're pick, if you're the Jets, you're picking 13th. There's no way you can agree in principle that you're – that. Or a pick for them at third, that kind of stuff doesn't happen the way it would in the NBA. Where, Dra- meaning you, know, you, you they, draft somebody for them, uh, yeah, where, uh, where it's fungible. Uh, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, and, and it's actually it, really part good. Part of question. the reason, part of the reason is because the thirteenth pick will be more valuable. Again, who knows? Maybe I, I've heard some people say that the contract isn't even worth a first round pick since you're taking it back. But yeah, the thirteenth pick is more advantageous than the in twenty twenty four. You take Rogers, you go to the I agree. playoff. I agree. Further, and you're picking 28. That's, like, a, that's I, a really good point. That's a really good point. Uh, that is not incredibly clear to me. I don't think you would have it agree. Actually, that's an outstanding point. Let's say, let's say the Jets and the Packers fundamentally agree upon a deal. Yeah, they have the parameters. They're moving on. Jets want them. Woody's paying, which he will. Almost a done deal. Except it can't happen literally until after, until after June one when they cut him. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me behind closed doors? 
I mean, the Jets. I don't. I don't. I just. No. Don't, I don't think that the NFL allows those I don't type think you of can. below board type of negotiations to happen. Now it happens I at think, the NBA in draft night. So and so drafting for so and so, but there's not cut players involved. It's just, hey, you draft this guy, and we'll we'll finish up the trade when you do what we ask you to do. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of nuance here because it every step of Aaron Rodgers' situation is different. So if they cut him tomorrow, it's costing them $100 million in dead money. If they cut him after June 1, it's $75 million. If they trade him tomorrow, it's $40 million on the cap. If they trade him after June 1, it's $15 million. That's, that's so, huge. So if you're the Packers, unless you're just willing to eat that number, which is a lot. Uh-huh. You you you, you got to wait till June one. You got to wait. Till you June have to. 1. It's reckless. It's now, dumb. Now, not that to. being said, if you're going to get two first round picks, uh-huh. it's it might, and you already have your quarterback because you drafted him already, mm-hmm. Jordan Love. Yeah. So you you essentially just wrap in the forty that's going to cost you. This is a this is a trade pre June one. You wrap in the forty and whatever Jordan uh, uh, Jordan Love's salary is as your quarterback hit for a year. I think it happens even if if they're going to trade him, they're just going to take the forty million dollar hit. They're not going to wait until June fir- June first to trade him. You know what I mean? Really? I, I, I it's it's the only way it can happen. It's well, not the only way. There's no other way for the to get around it. No, right. they could still trade him after June one, and if then assume want, if they want to take the Jets. 2024 they, draft pick. Yeah, but why would you? No, want no, to I, I agree. That's why the last call was good. Yeah, because with Rodgers, you could theoretically go to the Super Bowl. You're yeah. picking 31st. Now you, you want the Jets versus 13. You want the, you want the Jets top 15 pick this year. 100. percent Or maybe there's a way to address that clearly. Hey, listen, because again, you had these conversations. I don't yeah. think that happens in the NFL. I don't think they let it. No, no. What I'm saying is like, no. I think you're right mm-hmm. with that part. I, I don't know if there's precedent there. I can't remember any. That doesn't mean it's ever happened. I'll do a little research when I get home today. I mean, show's technically, over. technically, the, technically, anything could happen. The Giants but still. and the in the in the uh, Chargers drafted for each other, right? But but I'm talking about, but uh, yes, but not. But there wasn't like there a wasn't five a month prearranged. Yeah. Hey, we'll do this in five months. Yeah, yeah. It was a game. And it was, then a, you it was do a draft that. day. Correct. Correct. Change, even though they knew it was coming for. A couple of months. Now, could the Packers say to the Jets, because we know that you guys are going to be much better next year with Rodgers, um, you'll have to throw in a third round, whatever we agree upon in terms of first round equity, you'll have to throw in a second or a third. There's other ways to address Mm -hmm. this to get more draft capital from the Jets by acknowledging both parties. We're not going to be picking 13th again Mm -hmm. unless something goes really wrong. So we've got to – We've got to bake that in that we're going to go from 13, hopefully, to the late 20s, minimally, or mid-20s. You know what I mean? So it's tricky. I think there's a way to do it. I don't know if there's a perfect way to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a steal. The reason that you would do this is from a – the reason you ask for two first-rounders for the if you're the Packers is because you're eating $40 million. You just you, there's nothing you can do about it. So you you have to have something that's more valuable than the forty million dollars, mm-hmm. and that's two first round draft picks. Right? The acquiring team has, and it's a steal for the acquiring team because you're getting Aaron this, on this current contract. You're getting Aaron Rodgers for forty eight million dollar cap hit over two seasons. Two seasons is yep. forty. So that's basically twenty four and a half million dollars for two for per year 
for Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Right? So He's also going to be 39. That's got to be factored in as well. But he, I mean... I, and he wasn't as great. I know his, his hand was jacked this up. Is what, this, this is why I'm somewhat on the shelf on this. I know you got to do it if you're the Jets. You have to if you can. Because it just you need to win. The Jets exactly. need to win, period. Enough. At Enough. the end of the day, forget all the conversation. The Jets need to win. Whatever it takes for them to win immediately and not be the loser Jets, they have to do. And if getting Aaron Rodgers accomplishes that, do it. And if in the interim or in the as a as a as a side effect to that, you're helping make Zach Wilson a better player. By having one of the greats of all, t- all time around him, yeah, it added benefit. But the Jets have to do it, even though it's it's not ideal for the long term. See, this is a situation where, and I think for the most part, day-to-day, Woody Johnson doesn't get involved. For the most part. Yes. I think this is a situation where he's going to be and what heavily he involved. What is he he's say? saying, get me Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Because he is tired of the shrapnel. He is tired of the hate. He's tired of it. He's tired of losing ever since he came back, you know, from overseas. Been a doormat. Mm -hmm. Not that his brother did a damn thing either. But, I mean, you know, like, if you're Woody, you're going to try to buy your way out of this. And the way you buy your way out of this is bringing in a guy who's going to the Hall of Fame, who knows how to win, and is going to elevate this team immediately. And kind of on on the cheap. It's crazy as that sounds. Yeah, and and fairly on the cheap. And because the Jets hit on so many first-round picks last year, They don't need. They don't justify. They don't need. And you said this two weeks ago. Maybe I don't. I don't even think we were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Maybe we were. But we said this a couple weeks ago. The Jets are likely going to take a a guard or tackle or whatever. Got to get a safety. Got to get a linebacker. Got to get one more old lineman. Yeah, pretty much it. it, it, But the first round pick. I was just looking at some mock drafts. And by the way, it was a tackle that that they had. They had them uh, mocking. Mel Kuyper asked him taking the receiver from Ohio State. uh, Wilson's old teammate and Jigba Jackson Smith and Jigba. But another one. But it doesn't matter. Like, do you need another wide receiver? Or do you need a tackle? Or do you need a quarterback? Based on what happened last season, what do you need most? How about this though? You need the quarterback. What about? What about if you're going to draft the receiver, get the Packers Elijah Moore. And what, get like one first-round pick and Elijah Moore. I mean. There's other ways to creatively hit. That's why I don't have a lot of faith in the Jets. Over, I mean, over the years, I've basically had none. But I'm, I'm trying to remain optimistic. But I'll tell you what. I got a whole hell of a lot of confidence in Joe Douglas making a smart trade for that team. The man doesn't get fleeced. Yeah, he's done it a lot. Yes, he has. So I'm going to give him time to think. If, if, if Woody's sending a directive here. Go get number 12, the one in Green Bay, not uh, not that of Tampa. Uh, I think he could probably construct something enticing enough to lure, I think, the Packers into a trade. But we'll see. The story's not going away. Take good work today, buddy. Likewise, brother. Thank you. I'm starving already. Oh, God. Starving. Stupid five-day cleanse. Hoff, nail another one. Number six. Stove, good work today. No penalties, no fines. We have Carter Roberts coming up next at 2. And, of course, we're back tomorrow at 10 a.m. So have an awesome Wednesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow in the morning right here on The Fan. We'll see you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.